0: Hey, healthy ones. I'm your host, Dr. Jamie Rasmussen, and welcome to another episode of Habits That Heal, a podcast dedicated to giving you the tools and insights necessary to protect your greatest asset, your health. And today's episode is why your sleep is garbage. In the last 50 years, your parents' approach to health has led to a 1,200% increase in chronic illness. Until the conversation around health changes, you can expect your results to be the same. You're okay with a life filled with unnecessary suffering. Tune out. If you're ready to break the cycle, let's get to work. In this episode, you will discover five secrets to getting incredible restorative sleep. How many days a week do you wake up before your alarm clock? Refreshed, energized and ready to dominate your day? If you are like pretty much everybody I talk to, the answer is never. And This topic is very near and dear to my heart because getting up early is not something I have been wired to do ever since I was a little kid. Um, I've been a night owl, so I stay up late, and then I would try and get up and be pretty exhausted, um, lots of naps throughout my life because um, since I was in school forever, I'd have to get up for early classes and yada yada yada. A- anyways, fast forward to today and I'm in a really good spot. Well, it turns out I was doing a lot of things that were very destructive to my sleep and getting really quality restorative sleep. Fast forward to today, things are significantly better. 5 days a week I'm getting up at 4:30 a.m., which would have been unheard of even 2 years ago. And uh 2 days a week I'm getting up at 5:30 a.m. So What has allowed me to pull this off very, very consistently lately is – remember, I'm a night owl, so this is is an uphill battle for me – is I've gotten really serious about sleep hygiene, so preparing to get quality sleep. And that's the most important because some people can get a lot of quantity of sleep and still feel pretty miserable the next day like they hadn't slept at all. So the most important thing, especially since so many of us are on pretty compressed sleep schedules as far as quantity goes, the the important thing is is that while we're sleeping, we're getting quality sleep, and there is an art and a science to that, and I'm going to share it with you right now. So sleep, you probably know this, so I'm probably preaching to the choir when I'm talking about these things, but chronic disease is very, very, very closely linked to lack of sleep or lack of quality sleep. And uh, we don't have to go too deep into it, but heart disease, stroke, cancer, obesity, different metabolic conditions, those things are heavily linked to uh, being sleep deprived. On top of that, we have created a culture of caffeine addicts. You know, even 10 years ago, you'd go into the grocery store. They did not have entire aisles dedicated to energy drinks. Go to the gas station, you know, same story. When I was a kid, they came out with something called Jolt. Maybe they had it before. I was a kid. But anyways, that's kind of the only energy drink I remember as a child. But now you go in there and you have 50 different options to choose from. On top of that, um, the hashtag coffee is life. And I'm guilty of that too. I love, 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 love coffee. But I don't use it as a crutch to get through my day. If I don't have coffee, my day isn't wrecked because I'm completely run down. So we have a culture of stimulant addicts and it's not just coffee. Our kids are taking more Adderall and stimulants and um, cocaine usage is up. It's just, people are needing stimulants to get through their day because in part because their sleep is so terrible and then they get ramped up on all of these stimulants and what do they do to wind down? What do they take? Well, a lot of us are guilty of having an alcoholic beverage to wind down, to take the edge off, to just because we're so ramped up and we've been running on that hamster wheel and we're all hyped up on caffeine. We need the alcohol to start to shut down. And that's creating an alcoholism epidemic. People are getting addicted to drinking wine every single night, they need it to wind down so you put those things into the mix and it affects everything when you're taking stimulants when you are using alcohol too frequently when you're not getting quality sleep yes you're going to be more likely to have chronic disease but your body gets really confused and it doesn't work the way it's supposed to so you start getting sick way too often before when you used to get sick once a year every time a bug comes around you seem to get it you get allergies. Your body isn't healing the way it's supposed to. So you start developing chronic injuries. You're just run down and you live for the weekends when you try and catch up on sleep. But if you're like me and have kids, <laughs> that really never happens. So how fulfilling is your life when you don't even want to get out of bed in the morning? That's what it boils down to. And another thing, this is, this is something that Brene Brown put on my radar But she talks about this scarcity mindset that most of us are coming into the day with. So scarcity is this mentality of lack. Even though we live in the most abundant time ever, the first two thoughts that we have when we wake up in the morning if we're getting terrible sleep are scarcity thoughts. They are, I didn't get enough sleep, scarcity, and now I don't have enough time for fill in the blank, X, Y, Z, scarcity. Scarcity. So we start focusing on what we don't have rather than what we do have when we're waking up run down and tired. Now let's look at the other side of the coin. Now imagine that you are sleeping perfectly throughout the night. The second your head hits the pillow, you're out, and more days than not, you wake up ready to go. It's not such a battle, that pull of the mattress, which sometimes is insanely strong, You don't sit there for 20 minutes justifying what you can skip and not do and maybe hitting the snooze button to get out of bed. You just get up when the alarm clock goes off. Imagine that you don't need coffee to get you through your day. Imagine being able to skip coffee and not getting headaches and having these caffeine withdrawals because you're so addicted to it. Or that you don't need alcohol to wind down. Again, We always have our kids watching us too. So I use that as fuel and motivation for when I'm doing these things that are destructive and I know they're destructive and I can justify them by saying, hey, uh, busy schedule, lots of stuff going on. I just, you know, can't shut my brain down. Need to drink alcohol to wind down. I think about my kids watching me and going, that's where they're going to learn how to handle stress. Is that how you want to have them learn to cope by medicating? For me, it's, yeah, for sure not. So, I use that as fuel and I use that to start doing these things because sleep hygiene, just like any healthy habit, it takes time and energy and work and then it takes consistency to start building it up as a habit. But once you get going, that's when you start to experience the incredible benefits of momentum and that's starting to wake up feeling pretty solid. It's not every day for me, I'm going to full disclosure. It's not perfect for me. I, there are still days where I lay in bed and going, okay, I'm pretty tired. And usually I can tie it back to me not being consistent with sleep hygiene. But lately it's been locked in. And that's what I'm urging you to do is lock into solid sleep hygiene before bed. So here's how you do it. Your brain does most of its healing at night. And everything from memory for formation to intelligence to creative insights and emotional insights and even detoxification happens during sleep cycles if you don't hit those different sleep cycles you're going to miss out on all of those benefits and that has a cumulative effect you will have negative momentum just like as you're practicing the sleep hygiene you're going to develop positive healthy momentum when you don't do these things that's the negative side of the coin that's where little by little becomes a lot it becomes a lot of bad stuff So a sleep cycle is 90 minutes long and as adults, we're supposed to be sleeping seven to nine hours. So here's the sleep hygiene part and this is ultra important. And I have created a tool that you can download if you go to pathoutofpain.com forward slash podcast and it's a sleep hygiene tracking tool. So this is how we start developing that habit. You can go there and check it out. I'll put the link in the show notes below. But there are five keys to sleep hygiene. And key number one is is a consistent bedtime. That's why I'm getting up at 4.30 during the weekdays and then 5.30 on the weekends because there's not a huge deviation. If I was getting up at 4.30 and then sleeping until 10.30 on the weekend, which my kids would never let me do... Monday and Tuesday would be a bear. It would be like starting over again. So a consistent bedtime is very, very important. So what time you get up and what time you go to bed. Number two is no blue lights. Blue light kills, kills, kills the production of melatonin. Just sitting on your iPad versus reading a normal book will shut down melatonin production by 50%. Even a a small light bulb, just a conventional light bulb, which emits blue light as well, will shut down melatonin production by up to 50%. So melatonin helps you get into that sleep cycle fast and it keeps you in those sleep cycles. So no blue light and then dimming the lights. So no blue light an hour before it's time to go to bed. So bust out your uh, conventional book, read under a red light. Red light is significantly better. It doesn't emit the same spectrum of light that blue light and natural lighting does. So if you just have natural lighting, dim those lights down, it starts preparing the brain to go to sleep. Number three, no caffeine seven hours before bed. That one's really straightforward. The caffeine is ramping your body up. Number four, cool down. The body prefers a cool environment when you're sleeping. So lower that thermostat, set it to drop the temperature way down before bed. Another cool, easy way of doing it is to take a hot shower right before bed. When you step out, all that blood that has rushed to your extremities during that hot shower to help you cool down when you're in a cool environment, it drops your body temperature down significantly, really, really quick. So hot bath or hot shower right before bed is a great way to cool down. And then five, number five, stop hitting the snooze button. The snooze button is robbing so much energy from you throughout your days, so much energy, so much production, all those things we talked about before. When you hit the snooze button, it's toxic. I have an alarm that doesn't have a snooze option because it's that hard. That pull of the mattress saying, hey, you just need a little bit more sleep and you'll be set, that's a lie. Not true at all. It actually makes you more exhausted because what happens is, remember we said 90 minutes is a full sleep cycle. When that alarm goes off the first time, it pulls you out of your current sleep cycle and it restarts you in a new one. And in order to wake up feeling solid and refreshed, you need to be waking up on the back end of that sleep cycle. If you have a nine minute snooze, you're nine minutes into a 90 minute sleep cycle, you're gonna feel even more exhausted. And that's why people who hit the snooze button all the time are just, you're run down. So stop hitting the snooze button, figure out a way to make that happen. They make all kinds of very clever contraptions to stop you from doing it. But whatever you come up with for strategy implement that today. So quick recap, consistent bedtime, no blue lights, dim lights before bed, no caffeine seven hours before bedtime, cool down and no snooze button. And I highly, highly, highly recommend you download our sleep hygiene habit building tool. And that is in the show notes below. On the next episode, we will be digging into a simple stretch routine that will keep your back and your joints happy and healthy. Now it's time to turn ideas into action, and the action step is very simple. Go to pathoutofpain.com forward slash podcast and download the sleep hygiene tracking tool and set a reminder in your phone to go off one hour before bedtime that reminds you to start practicing your sleep hygiene. Track it on your sleep hygiene tracking tool. Start checking those days off. Build up that momentum. Little by little becomes a lot, and before you know it, you're going to be sleeping like a champ and waking up feeling awesome. And that concludes this episode of Habits That Heal. Now it's time to get to work because ideas without action are useless. Please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. And while you're there, please leave a review. And to continue this conversation, follow us at pathoutofpain.com and on Facebook at Habits That Heal.